0: Welcome to our kickoff webinar for our active listening challenge. So excited to see everybody here. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's going on with our challenge, and I'm going to share one of the strategies that I want to let you know about that we can practice, and then I'm going to tell you about our wonderful active listening challenge. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Let me share my screen. Okay, perfect. All right, so I'm so happy that all of you are joining us for this kickoff challenge webinar. Welcome again to this Exploring Academy webinar. I'm so excited to see you here. And I really am very much looking forward to sharing this webinar with you and the strategy that we're going to get into. Okay, so this is one of our social fluency challenges. Social fluency is very important for both the professional world and in life in general. You want to be able to communicate confidently across various communicative contexts, doing different various speech acts, being able to perform these types of speaking acts with elegance, grace, poise, confidence, and just being really comfortable in all these kinds of settings. So you've probably heard the term active listening, active listening, active listening. Yes, it is an integral part of communication. We can't be an effective, good, confident speaker Without this very crucial component, which is actively listening, right? It's a two way street communication, right? So there's give, there's take, there's speaking, there's listening. So it's more than just hearing words, right? We can all do that. We hear words that people say, but it's really about fully being present and engaged with the speaker, understanding the message, reading between the lines, and then to top it all off, respond thoughtfully after you've taken in all that information you know how do you then respond do you react do you respond how do you do it right so these are really important in communication if we want to be effective communicators at work and in life we have to know we have to master the art of active listening which is why we're focusing on it for this month's challenge here in exploring academy okay so One of the many things that mastering active listening can lead to is decreased social anxiety. So many people struggle with social anxiety and they think that it's just, they're doomed to struggle with it for the rest of their life. It's not an uphill battle. Just because you have social anxiety, doesn't mean that you're gonna have it for the rest of your life if you take action, right? So taking action means showing up to this webinar, coming in, practicing, and then, you know, maybe joining us for the challenge too. So you'll feel more at ease in conversations. You'll know now that you have, well, you'll have the tools. By the end of this challenge, you'll have the tools that you need to be able to build rapport with others, to connect with them on a, on a you know whole new level, to be able to really dive beneath the surface of that initial superficial, exchange, right? And so decreased social anxiety is one of the things that you will benefit from if you master active listening. The other thing is better social interaction. So many people want to be able to communicate better. So many people feel lonely and don't know how to communicate anymore, right? We had that pandemic and a lot of people came out of that not knowing how to readjust to be able to have face to face communication, to call someone up on the phone, to interact with colleagues, to make small talk, to have deeper conversation, right? All these different things in social interaction that we maybe take for granted sometimes, right? The people who can do this well, maybe they take it for granted. The people who are struggling with communication and not, you know, feeling like there's social anxiety always at the, you know, there's a shadow behind them of social anxiety. Might not know that you can actually improve your social interactions, decrease social anxiety, increase and boost confidence. And that way, when you do this, you will have much more fulfilling, much more rewarding conversations with people. And you're going to feel way more connected with people, way less lonely, if not lonely, you know, will totally disappear from your vocabulary and you're going to feel really good about interacting with people knowing that you are doing it the best possible way. You're going to have increased confidence. Right? How many people want more confidence, right? Raise your hand. I'm sure a lot of you. A lot of you. And guess what? When you have more confidence, you'll perform better at work, you'll know how to interact better with people when you're just, you know, interacting with them on a day-to-day basis. And you'll also feel good doing what you do right that might also in- lead to better job offers better business propositions and proposals better you know anything you can think of you will be able to achieve with enhanced communication and confidence so that will give you that self-assurance and whatever you do personally or professionally and it will lead to more communicative competence which is the goal everybody wants to be a better communicator regardless of being an l1 or l2 speaker. We here at the academy focus on communication so executive skills uh, social fluency, professional skills, interpersonal skills, social skills like I mentioned confidence, decreasing social anxiety which is something that everybody needs. So that's what we that's what we teach here. You'll also improve tone. A lot of people come and say, I want to improve my tone. Either I want to be more assertive with my tone or I want to have a softer tone. Guess what? Active listening, my friends, will help you do that, right? Some people think, you know, oh, for the people out there who want to, I have lots of videos about improving your tone, right? They just think it's about mechanics, right? Just changing certain tonalities, The mechanics of it, that's one thing, but then also with the active listening portion, you will also learn how to be more empathetic, how to be more effective in relaying your message and being understood by people and knowing how to reciprocate, reciprocate, right? So improved tone is certainly one thing that you will be able to achieve by knowing how to actively listen and engage with people okay so we talk a lot about social fluency social fluency like i said it's about being able to navigate any type of social situation with ease with confidence uh comfortably not you know sweating every time you interact with people or getting the you know shakes or feeling like you know there's something in your throat and you're just so nervous all the time no Active listening is a part of this, right? Active listening is a a vehicle with which you can achieve social fluency. So we're going to look at that even more throughout this challenge. And you are going to be amazed by how much your confidence will increase, your social anxiety will go away, and the ability to convey your emotions and to understand people's emotions and reading between the lines, both at work and in life, because we need both of those things, right. And today, we are specifically going to look at validation. Okay, this is one of the most important communication strategies. And guess what it is part of active listening. Okay, so validating the speakers perspective. This is our focus in today's webinar. So what is validation? Essentially, what you need to know about validation is that it's a way of acknowledging somebody, right? What they say and accepting their thoughts, their feelings, their experiences as valid, right? They are totally valid for feeling the way they do. It does not mean and I will repeat this, it does not mean agreeing with them. You could absolutely disagree with them. So please do not mistake validation for agreement. Those are two separate things. They are distinct, okay? So validation, right? That's the acknowledgement. You may or may not agree with them. But if somebody comes to you upset, you validate those feelings of upset, of sadness, or any type of a heightened emotion. If somebody comes to you overwhelmed with joy and just ebullient and bursting from so much happiness, that's another great thing, but you need to validate that too. So it's not just in the you know negative context or in the context where somebody approaches you because they're sad and they're hurt and they're upset and they need validation. You can also need validation when you're on the other end of the emotional spectrum when you're happy, right? So this is something that you really do need to remember, right? So agreement, it's like you're in accordance with the speaker's um, opinions, their ideas, their thoughts. So you, It's the difference between saying I see where you're coming from and I can understand where you're coming from rather than I agree with what you're saying. So saying I I see and I understand where you're coming from, even though I might disagree with you, that's validation. Or I might agree with you, but that's validation. I see where you're coming from. I get your perspective, I understand those feelings that you're feeling, even though that I might not agree with those feelings or I, I don't maybe agree with that reaction. That's separate, right? That's not validation. That's not what we're looking at. When you say I agree with you, that's agreement. Okay. So again, validation and agreement, two disparate concepts. Okay. So when you are active listening there might be some validation in there right we have very we have various um, active listening strategies one of them being validation right so validation what's really truly remarkable about validation is that it can immediately diffuse any tension right so if there's like some tension in the room and you validate somebody's feelings, All of a sudden, the person is way less conflict-driven, way less upset. They feel seen. They feel heard. They feel valued. So validation is something that is going to go so far in your social interaction if you do it right. The other really cool thing about validation is that you come from a place of no judgment, right? So you're accepting the person's feelings and their viewpoints and their perspectives without judging them, okay? So that's what I want to say about validation. So why is this so important? Well, you build rapport with people. You build trust. You create some openness, right, and understanding. And it reduces defensiveness. So when people get defensive and it can lead or escalate uh, a conflict, right? It might lead to a conflict or make it worse, right? Escalate it. If you, as soon as you validate, you will see a huge difference in how that person is interacting with you. Suddenly they're not shouting anymore. They're, they've lowered their tone. They're talking to you, right? You can have an actual conversation with this person. They're no longer blinded by Um, you know, intense, heightened emotions. So that's what's really cool. Okay, so let's take a look at some strategies of validating, how to validate effectively, because now that you know what it is and why it's so important, let's show you some of the strategies. Okay, so how are we doing so far? Everybody on the same page? We feel good about this. We're excited. Oh, Simon, those are really nice comments. Thank you so much. I'm so happy you love these slides and yeah, thumbs up. Um, Great. So let's get into it. So listening attentively, right? That means fully listening. Okay. So you're not distracted by anything. You're not thinking about, you know, what you're going to have for lunch. You're not going to think about what your next book is that on your, to do to read list, you're listening fully to what they're saying and how they're saying it. So, not just the words, but the tone, the nonverbals, the micro expressions, the tonality, the prosody, the emphasis, the pauses, everything. Okay. Because communication is all of that. It's not just the words. The words only make up a tiny little percentage of communication of communicative competence of communicative expression okay next is acknowledging emotions right so again we throw judgment out the window we don't need judgment we're not judging them okay not judging them so keep your judgment to yourself and look over time there are people out there who are quite judgmental right it's just sometimes it's just in people's natures so what i would say to that is Try to keep that judgment on the back burner, keep it to the side, recognize that you might be like the first reaction you might have is to judge, keep that on the side. And then the more you do this, the more used to you will be, um, You more you, the more used to it, you will be to kind of eradicate that judgment. So like I said, for people who are kind of veer towards the judgmental side, do this, you might have to work a little bit harder to refrain from judging people but the more you do it the easier it will be and then suddenly you're not you know judging people anymore because that comes through and that's the opposite of building trust and rapport right we we don't like feeling how if people judge us so why would other people like that right as well why would they like that they don't they don't like that <laughs> so you want to acknowledge okay so keep judgment out of the picture if you get the urge to judge and say something snarky or sarcastic keep it keep it zipped okay zip it up and throw it out the window you don't want to bring judgment into it expressing understanding is another great validation tool okay so things like you know it makes sense that you feel that way it makes sense that you're upset about this i would be too it makes sense that you reacted that way. Um, I can see how that situation led you to feel overwhelmed. I can see how that event caused you this, you know, um, difficulty. Okay, I can see that it makes sense that these are validating phrases. Okay. And again, there's no judgment in here. It's nothing but support and hearing the person, right? Making them feel valued, right? Because what does this say? An expression like this says, I took the time to listen to you. I listened to not just your words, but I listened to the tone through which you were expressing this to me. And I'm here for you, fully supporting you, you know, emotionally, without judging you without offering advice, without saying, oh, you should have done this or you could have done this or if I were you, I would have done this, right? Nobody wants to hear that. That's not the time. Look, that advice might be helpful, but save it for another day, okay? Because the last thing an upset or heightened emotioned person wants to do in that moment is have you tell them, I told you so or give you advice. No, right? Think about it when you're in that position. You All you want to do is have somebody hug you and tell you it's going to be okay. And then it's okay that you feel that way, right? Even if it's like a positive thing, like you got a huge promotion that you weren't expecting and you are beyond excited, you are, you know, overjoyed, even then you get validation, right? So these are important. Asking clarifying questions are also a great way because you can better understand what the speaker is thinking about all of this, right? How do they make sense of this? Um, So this is another way to validate. So ask clarifying questions, you know, and those are the kinds of questions that start with what, where, when, you know, it's not like a yes, no question. won't give you a yes, no answer in other words. So are you sad? Yes. No. Are you happy? Yes. No. Right. We don't want, these are very rudimentary, basic questions that do not really achieve anything. So these are types of clarifying questions that dig beneath the surface and they will create that kind of validation that the speaker is looking for. So it's more subtle, but it also it, it achieves the same type of validation. The other thing that I really do caution against is minimizing, right? Downplaying the scenario. Um, Oh, you know, it's not a big deal. Everybody has those days. Everybody gets fired. Everybody gets broken up with like these, yeah, sure. Okay, everybody might have that, those experiences. These are human experiences, but that's not what they wanna hear in that moment, right? That's not validating. So minimizing is the antithesis of validating. So you don't ever want to downplay or minimize or make them feel less than, okay? So keep that in mind. Are you ready for a practical exercise? Let's look at some scenarios and then some phrases, um, which will show you. So I'll give you the expression and then you'll see what a validating statement looks like. Okay. So again, you don't have to copy these exactly, but get into the spirit of what's being said, right? So I'm not expecting you to memorize this. Again, there's no perfect formula for communication. Communication is a dynamic living entity. So it's not a plug and play. It's not, you know, perfect math formulas that (laughs) we can just plug into different scenarios. Oh, that's a networking event. Let me use this. We have templates, we have frameworks, we have strategies and all of that. But part of the beauty of communication is that you get, it's, it's flexible. You adapt, you change as you go, you work on it. You get the feedback from others. You learn what's happening in that, Um, situation, and you respond accordingly. So we can have an understanding of what to do. That's why where these strategies come in, and getting the feedback on what we're doing is very powerful. I'll talk about feedback later, but let's have a look at this first scenario. So let's say somebody comes to you, and they're really overwhelmed at work. Right. We've all had that feeling. So somebody says, I've been feeling so overwhelmed at work lately. There are just too many projects on my plate. And it feels like I just can't catch a break. Okay. So somebody feels exasperated by this, by how much they have to do. So you, as somebody validating might say, all right, well, it sounds like you're under a lot of pressure and it really is taking a toll on you. Anyone would feel stretched thin in that situation right so your your tone of voice is understanding right you're you're matching their tone um you're not offering any advice here you're not judging them for feeling this way you're saying it sounds like so you're not putting words in their mouth but you're just reflecting that expression of what you understood them to to feel and they can always accept or deny that and say oh you know i'll i'll get over it it's okay i overreacted or yeah yeah, you know, I just really need to take a vacation and that'd be great or whatever, you know, they'll tell you. Okay. So that's one. What if they experienced a breakup? Oh, I can't believe we just broke up. I thought everything was fine, but now I just feel lost and confused. Okay. And then validation could look something like, That sounds incredibly painful and disorienting. It's natural to feel lost when something this significant changes so unexpectedly. Okay, so you're validating that they have every right to feel that way and to have been, you know, taken aback and caught off guard by this breakup that they were not expecting. So that would be a totally valid validation. What about joy? right? That's something that you might not think about with validation, but we get positive emotions in here too. Joy from a personal achievement. So I finally finished my first marathon. I trained for months and crossing that finish line was one of the happiest moments of my life. So, right, this person is gushing to you. They're so happy, you know, they feel comfortable doing this little bit of a humble brag maybe, and they're really proud of their achievement. And then you validate and say, wow, that's a huge accomplishment. Your dedication and hard work really paid off. And you have every right to feel proud and ecstatic, right? You have every right. You totally deserve this feeling of joy. I'm proud of you. These are encouraging, they're validating. Right. Downplaying, it would be like, oh, you know, everybody can do anyone can do a marathon if they train for it and then do a hair flip. No, just kidding. That wouldn't be nice. Right. You really want to validate. That's important. Okay, What about anxiety about public speaking? That's a big one for people. Right. Okay. So every time I think about the upcoming presentation, my stomach ties in knots. I'm terrified of speaking in front of all those people. Okay, so this person is expressing their their, um, nervousness, right? And they want you to validate. So look, feeling anxious about public speaking is completely understandable. Many people share that fear, especially when facing such a large audience. So you're validating. And then of course you can embellish this and go on and say how great they're gonna do, how well prepared they are, or you can offer to you know, run lines with them or tell them to join Exploring Academy and practice their communication there and public speaking. So that's that. And then what about frustration with a pet's behavior? That can be frustrating when, let's say somebody's dog has been park- barking nonstop at night and nothing they try seems to make any difference. They're losing sleep and they feel so frustrated. Ugh that sounds so frustrating doesn't it so that sounds incredibly stressful and exhausting it's natural to feel frustrated when you're doing everything you can and you're still facing challenges with your pet's behavior right so this person is just um just exasperated again so validating they when you're when you're validating it's not the reason people are telling you this is not necessarily to have you then give them advice it's it's often all they want is to feel heard and seen and valid for feeling that way right validated in them expressing themselves that way so don't feel like when somebody comes to you with with this kind of like emotional expression that you then have to like find a solution for them and come up with a game plan and an action plan and tell them, look, we're gonna work on this together. This is all the advice I can give you. No, 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 they actually don't want that. Again, that could be to their, you know, to your detriment. If you start, you know, sharing unsolicited advice with people, they might not like that. They probably don't want that. It's the validation and that's part of active listening. Okay, so let's look at some of the common challenges people have with validation and then some strategies and tips that I have for you to overcome them because this is not an easy strategy. It is one of the most powerful, a huge game changer, and that is not an overstatement. Just try it for yourself and you will see how incredible a strategy this is. It's almost like magic. It works that well, if you do it right. Okay, common challenge number one, misinterpreting validation as agreement. So we talked about the difference, right? Those are two disparate things. One is validation, one is agreement. They are not the same. So some people struggle and many people struggle with the idea that validating someone's feelings or perspective might be misconstrued as agreeing with their actions or beliefs. You're not, right? That's that's not what we're doing here. When we validate somebody, we are not agreeing with them. Okay? You might agree with them separately, or you might disagree with them separately. You are validating their emotions, their feelings for feeling that way. And that's different. So because you might think that, you know, validation is agreement, which again, it's not, those you, know, you might feel hesitant, right? To, to validate, especially when you fundamentally agree with somebody's reaction to something, to their behavior, to their communication, to their response, right? You can absolutely disagree with all of that, but don't let that prevent you. Please don't let that prevent you from offering validation to somebody. OK, so how do we overcome this challenge? Well, you're going you're gonna to clarify. OK, make it clear in your response that understanding and acceptance of feelings do not equal agreeing with decisions or viewpoints. So you can use a phrase like, I understand how you feel about this, even though I have a different perspective, even though I see it differently. I understand how you feel about this. I understand where you're coming from. I, I get it. I wouldn't react that way. I wouldn't have said that necessarily. Like you don't have to say that part. But you know you'd be thinking, "Oh, I wouldn't have said that." But I val- I'm I'm validating you. Okay? Even though we disagree on this, I validate you. Focus on the emotions at play, right? So emphasize the emotional aspect of the situation instead of the content. Or the actions. You'll notice in the phrasing, phraseology. We said it seems like you're feeling. I get that you you're feeling this way. I, it. I understand why you would feel that way. Okay. So the focus is on the emotions behind it. So because when you do this, that distinction will help validate your feel the, their feelings without endorsing specific behaviors or opinions. Right. You're not endorsing them to have be, reacted that way or <clears throat> express themselves in that way, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> but you are validating and that's, that's what we want, okay? This is another challenge, right? The urge to fix or solve something and you bring your hammer and say, we got this, we can fix this, let me teach you how to fix this, right? We all have those friends or family members who wanna help us, right? And they wanna fix everything. And that's coming from a place of love and understanding. But again, that's not validation. That might be what we need later, maybe phase two or three. But the first phase is validation. And often that's just enough. It's magic, really. It really is magic. (laughs) Okay. So when somebody shares a problem, right, the listener's immediate reaction might be to offer advice and say, oh, let's, you know, I can teach you how this, this, or let's do that, or I would have done that, or we could do that. The worst is saying, I told you so, right? Nobody wants to hear that, so please don't say that. But this instinct, right, this fix-it instinct, even though it comes from a good place and, you know, it comes from a place of love, it can overshadow the act of validation, which then makes the speaker feel like they're not being heard. They feel dismissed. I have a frog in my throat today. They feel dismissed. Right. They feel like you didn't listen to what they have to say. You didn't actively listen. And that's not what we want to do. So how do we overcome this? So before you say anything, just take a moment to pause. OK, pause. Think about, you know, what is the speaker's emotional state? What kinds of emotions are they experiencing right now? How do you hear it in their voice? How do you see it in their body language? What do you understand from the situation? Okay, try to label the emotion and then you decide what to say. So instead of just jumping to the advice, remember we zip it, we don't say anything, we throw the key out the window. When you take that pause, and really listen to what's the emotional state here of this person. You will ha- you will see that you can shift the focus now from problem solving to understanding, which then helps you validate. Okay, validate first. Advice, advise later. Okay, so advise the people later. Maybe they want that. Maybe they come to you know. I really do want to hear your your take on this or I would love to get some pointers on how to do XYZ, especially if they come to you asking for advice, then it's no longer unsolicited advice, right? It's solicited. They're asking you. So that's completely fine. That's the green light right there. But just going off the bat, right off the bat and saying, here, this is what we should do. This is what you should do. Let's fix it. Let me give you all this advice. No, Okay, so first acknowledge and validate the speaker's feelings. And then later, if they want some advice, they'll tell you. So would you like to hear some thoughts on what might help? Or would you prefer to just talk it out for now? That's okay too, simply because it shows them that you kind of held yourself from, you you held back, right? You wanted to give advice, but you knew that that wasn't the time and place for it. You're showing that you respect them enough to first validate and saying, look, I can share some thoughts with you if you'd like that, but I I see how you, I see what you're going through. I see how this is so frustrating. Okay, very important. And common challenge number three. So feeling uncomfortable with strong emotions. Yeah, you know, people can get uncomfortable with heightened emotions and just kind of shut down or stonewall the person or give them the silent treatment or walk away, or get mad, or have a completely different reaction. So what validation really requires is an openness, right? To experience a wide range of emotions. We have so many different emotions that we experience, and sometimes it's a challenge to label them, right? Or it might be challenging to sit next to somebody or listen to somebody kind of experience those roller coasters of emotions, right? Um, So if somebody is uncomfortable with, you know, experiencing emotion and is not used to that and doesn't even know how to label their own emotions, then sure, yeah, they're gonna have have a difficult time with maybe validating. So recognize, if that's you, you know, recognize that about yourself and see if you can start building your emotional resonance and understand and label different emotions. Like even during the day, just check in with yourself and say, oh, okay, that feeling that I have, you know, let it come in, don't suppress it, acknowledge it, feel it and say, okay, well, this is how I'm feeling right now. Interesting. And just let it then, you know, move through you, Right experience it don't be afraid to experience it because when you're not afraid to experience these emotions then you're going to be so much more receptive to the people who are experiencing those emotions too at different times right we're humans we all experience a variety of emotions and we can what's really cool about being human is that we can actually have that we have that empathy muscle in us because we've all experienced various emotions right so we can understand what somebody else is experiencing too, even if it's not from the same exact type of situation, but sadness is sadness, you know, happiness is happiness. Um, Fear is fear, right? So, and there's so many others there too. So that's really important. And then the the way we overcome this is really, we have to develop emotional literacy, right? That enhances our emotional resonance. Understand your range of emotions, learn more about them look at a feelings wheel, try to identify your emotions throughout the day as you're riding the roller coaster. Um, You might read about emotional intelligence. You might practice mindfulness, right? These can help us increase our comfort or discomfort, but really, really want to increase our comfort with these kinds of feelings, right? We want to get more comfortable. And like I said, when you're kind of paying attention to those emotions flooding through you, flowing through you, you don't want to suppress them let them happen, experience them, sit with them and just let them go, right? That's a mindfulness technique and it's very powerful. Empathetic phrasing is great. So even if you might be uncomfortable or unsure how to respond to the intense emotions, just using a simple empathetic phrase such as that sounds really hard or I can't imagine how that feels, but I'm here to listen. If you need a shoulder to cry on, I'm here. Or if you need a running buddy, I'm here. We can go run together in Central Park. That shows support without requiring you to take on these speakers' emotions because maybe you're not comfortable. You, you're not there yet, right? Maybe you don't have that emotional bandwidth yet. One day you will, but maybe in that moment you don't. But that don't let it deter you or prevent you from validating because everybody needs validation. Again, this is a very, very powerful technique. Woo! Lots and lots and lots of gold nuggets in there. Right, my friends? Okay, so let's recap. What's so incredible about validation? It helps deepen connections. It helps create rapport. It builds trust, right? Facilitates openness helps reduce conflict, right? The minute you notice somebody's about to like explode in rage or anger or just be on the verge of tears and just validate, try it out, validate, 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 and you will notice a huge difference. Trust me. It also promotes personal growth and self-awareness because you're starting to, you know, by understanding other people's emotions and seeing seeing them for who they are and understanding, you know, what they're expressing to you, not just the words they say. Remember, very little is conveyed through words, very little. But understanding their tone of voice, their micro expressions, their facial expressions, their body language, their prosody, their tonality, their speech patterns, the phrases they use, all of this can help you then validate. And that creates that positive feedback loop of understanding others better and then understanding yourself as well. So we are going to deep dive into active listening this month, this week. (laughs) So excited about that. We are live with day one's uh, challenge day. Uh, We are going to look at more advanced communication strategies like paraphrasing, reflecting feelings, asking open-ended questions, summarizing, understanding nonverbal cues, All of these are extremely important and integral to active listening. And when you can do all of these things, you will notice how much more confident you are gonna be in social situations, how much more comfortable you'll be with emotions and just being able to understand and read people, including yourself. And also you'll get the communication outcomes that you want. You'll learn how to be more persuasive. You'll understand tone better, your own tone, other people's tone. It's really just a game changer. And this, my friends, for our challenges in the context of active listening, these are advanced strategies that we will be practicing hands-on for this special challenge. Okay, so what are the kinds of things that we do in the challenge? Well, we have lessons. This is every day, by the way, right? Lessons. We've got activities and tasks. We've got learning materials that you download and that you keep and that you can write on and that you can, you know, have on your computer and always refer to. Uh, so learning and mat- learning materials, going on quests with friends. I don't know if there are any gamers out there, but in gaming, you know, you go on quests and you complete a quest, and that's part of these challenges, right? You get opportunity for expert feedback. So once you complete a, tw- a quest or you, you do a task, you post that and then you get expert feedback because that's very important, right? We wanna make sure that we're doing something right. If we're doing something, you know, doing something is already half half great. That's wonderful. But then that extra step is, are we in the right direction? Is this correct? Are we, you know, what could I tweak? What could I make better? How should I improve this, right? So feedback's very important. Quest for friends, again, it's so important. I put it twice and then practicing these strategies in real life. So those are some of the things we do in the challenge. And then specifically inside the challenge, when you come in, this is what you'll see, right? You'll have uh, various activities for each day. So as you can see, that's day one, day one's live. So everyone in the community now will be able to see this and you get the lesson, right? So you get the strategies for that specific strategy The mini strategies within the strategy, right? Just like we looked at validation and all the stress. So validation is one strategy within active listening and then how to do validation. We looked at so many different strategies, right? And phrasing and this and that uh, scenarios. Then you have materials to download. So worksheets, PDF downloadables, things like that. Then you've got, okay, so that's part of the worksheet, right? Um, which you can print out or just write on, on your computers. Then we have a quest, right? So you go out and you complete a quest with your, with your group. Um, And we have, you know, social pods. So you're in interest groups, they're in uh, pods with people. So you can go on an adventure with them, essentially. So that's a quest that you complete together. And then you want to test your understanding of it, right? You want to see if you got the concepts. So we have a assessment. An assessment, you can think of it like a quiz. um, So you can test your understanding of what that is. And then you get to share your quest with the challenge group. And that's when you can get when you share your quest, share what you learned, share, you know, the takeaways, you will get feedback, expert feedback, which is very important. And then here we have different social pods. So all the different uh, interest groups you can be part of, and you go on these quests with the people in your pod, in your social pod. Doesn't that sound so fun? I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. This is just, it's so much fun, it's the best. Um, Okay, so this is a celebration party video call that we do at the end. So the challenge wraps on Friday. It's an intensive challenge, right? So you're doing multiple things every day. And, um, you know, we have the active listening challenge celebration that we're going to do on Friday. So that will be a video call with everybody. And it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then I do want to mention when you complete the challenge, you get a certificate of completion and we also have badges in our community, which are visible on your profile. So when you click into somebody's name, you get to see their badges, right? We have various badges. You can see the badges that we have on the announcements page and you'll see the various badges that people can get awarded and they, you know, get to see that. Everybody gets to see those. They're displayed publicly and it's an achievement. So you should be proud of that. So lots of benefits. So see, these are these are the results that you'll get. After you complete the challenge, you will have an enhanced understanding of verbal and nonverbal communication clues and cues. This is something that, you know, when you you see people who are socially savvy, this is part of it. Right, having social fluency, being able to understand these cues, right? Knowing, knowing how to read a room, how to read a person, how to even read yourself. Um, these practical strategies for having more engaging, meaningful, deeper conversations, which creates real, true connections that stick. Right? These aren't superficial, you know, friends. These are real friends that you have and make and then an improved ability to express empathy and build stronger relationships as well so being able to you know speak empathetically this is empathy in action so this challenge helps us do empathy right empathetic communication is our monthly theme for this year this month and this challenge fits beautifully within that more results Enhance problem solving abilities, right? Being able to understand, you know, how to converse with people. This doesn't mean solving their problems, right? We we talked about that. This is not offering advice. That's separate and you can do that if they give you the the green light to do that. That's separate from validation. That might come after validation, but but this is really about, you know, being able to understand like more, um, just understand better the needs of others, Right. Problem solving with what people need, with with how you can be a better communicator, with how you can engage with them on a deeper level, with knowing how to what to say and how to say it and when to say it. Right. All the, the timing of everything, because you've read the person, you've read the room, you've read the situation, you have social fluency, more so uh, emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, social emotional intelligence is so important to social fluency and being able to communicate properly, right? Being able to reflect feelings, understand nonverbal cues, more emotional intelligence, understand your own emotional state, understand the emotional state of others, be adept at recognizing the emotional resonance of people. And that leads to more harmonious and productive relationships, both personally and professionally, big deal. And then increase persuasiveness, right? So you will, active listening is gonna, well, it inherently makes conversations way more engaging and can significantly increase a person's persuasiveness. Because when you're truly listening and you're truly, you know, you're showcasing understanding and you're trying to understand their point of view, you will be much, better positioned in the conversation to articulate your ideas in a way that resonates with the people you're speaking with. And that is what helps to enhance your ability to influence and persuade others. This is not manipulation, this is influencing, this is persuading, this is connecting, helping your message resonate with them, with what they understand. These are all super advanced communication techniques that if you come into the challenge and do it, you will be able to do all this. You know, it takes time, of course, but it's really important. So what does active listening do? Kind of in a nutshell, f- Nutshell helps enhance relationships, right? Improves problem solving, fosters deeper understanding, promotes empathy, creates more social fluency, confidence, so what are you waiting for (laughs) that's a big question okay so how do you join the challenge well you will join you will get it if you're in one of these two plans so we've got two plans here which are the well you can see them but i'll just read them out loud so the uh, executive communication lab group coaching plan that's the executive coaching so those um that's here and then the other plan that you will get this in is the Exploring Academy plan. So you can decide, you know, which one. And when you have, um, you when you join these challenges, you have them for the entirety of your membership. So even though we're running this challenge right now. If you decide to do it you know next week, you'll still have access to it if you decide to do it or revisit it. Some people like to do challenges a couple of times, right? Because that really solidifies their learning and their understanding. So my point is you will have lifetime access to these challenges um, for the duration of your membership to the Exploring Academy. So they don't disappear, they're there with all the materials, with all the feedback and everything. Um, So yeah, but we're doing it live this week. So if you join this week, you'll get these live um, sessions where we also will have that Friday party. So that'll be a lot of fun. So I'll see you on the inside. See you inside the challenge, very excited. I hope that you enjoyed this webinar Um, and please try to practice these strategies, right? The more you practice it the better you will become at doing it and if you want the full picture if you enjoyed this webinar you will get so much benefit from doing the um, active listening challenge so i highly encourage you to join that if you are really serious about improving your social fluency your communication skills your executive skills your interpersonal skills and it's gonna be a lot of fun So if you have any questions, feel free to type them in the chat now. Um, And also, if you want to uh, join the challenge, you can easily just send me a message in the community and I can I can point you in the direction of how to sign up for the challenge. Um, So somebody asked, can I join the challenge without being part of any of the plans? No, Um, the challenge is only for people on the paid plans. So, um, you know, if you weren't part of the, um, if you're not part of the paid plans, then you had this webinar. So I'm so glad that you could join this. Definitely rewatch it. You know, you can uh, watch the replay, but for the challenge, you have to be part of the membership. Okay. So I will see you inside the challenge. Thank you again for joining me. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. Bye.